you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Welcome to another episode of the Business of Branding podcast. Again, I finally got some more guests here on, so I'm excited to have um, Sarah Massey here. She's the founder of Dayrate Mastery, an online company that teaches creative service providers how to work less and make more with a streamlined Dayrate business model. Years of running a traditional design business similar to how I did, um, filled with the scope creep, inconsistent timelines, and overlapping client projects eventually resulted in classic burnout, becoming the catalyst that sparked Sarah's desire to create a better process. I am so happy to have you here. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and chat all about uh, day rates with you. Yeah, I was telling Sarah before we started um, recording here that her and I come from a similar background of design and I want to hear more about how long you've been doing this and what you were doing and what that sort of uh, traditional design business setting looked like for you. Um, But I have never gotten into VIP days or day rate, but I was saying to her that it feels like it's a buzzy thing right now. And I know um, people are talking about day rates and and how to do them effectively. Um, Sarah and I are in a mastermind together. So I know you've been talking about this and everyone's like, oh, tell me more, tell me more. So I was so excited to get you here to chat more about this. So thanks for being here. Can you give us a little bit of a rundown on how, how you've been uh, in the branding space, what you've been doing um, as a designer and uh, what kind of got you to that burnout place that I feel like so many can relate to. Yeah, it's actually, we don't have all day, so I'm not going to tell the whole story, but my online business journey started back in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when my oldest son was a baby and I was in a corporate job. I was miserable and I just wanted to be home with him. And so I was I was in like corporate, um, like engineering, like utility Ooh. company, nothing design related at all. Um, but I do have a degree in marketing. So I, I get marketing, I understand marketing. And what I realized was when I was in that engineering job, like the most fun that I had in that job was making like spreadsheets look nice and pretty and like <laughs> color coded. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I should be in design instead of engineering. So yeah, so I left um, corporate 2005 and just started side hustling for a few years, just trying to figure out what I could do to work from home. And back then, I mean, the internet was still pretty new. Um, there wasn't, there was no Facebook, there was no social media, like none of that even existed. So I had like an online boutique and then I started blogging and the more I blogged, I started getting sponsors and they were asking me if I could design their ads for them. Mm. So that's kind of how I got my first step into 
design. And I also, I was on Blogger or Blogspot. I don't know if any yeah. of your audience remembers that. But I know all about it. Yeah. And that's where I like started to teach myself a little bit of code and like how I could make my blog look the way I wanted it to. So that was back in like 2007, 2008. And Eventually by around 2009, 2010, I was sick of blogging and I was getting enough people asking for design work that I was able to kind of go all in on that. Mm -hmm. um, I also did have an Etsy business. I was selling, I had a pretty successful Etsy business for a few years. It was design related. I was creating custom personalized design products and that kind of brought me into like 2012 when I discovered web design like WordPress and page builders. And mm -hmm. I got into that. And then that's pretty much what I did from that point on. I closed down, my blog was done. My Etsy shop was done. And I went all in on branding and design in 2012. And um, all of those little side hustles kept bringing in little clients here and there. So I mm -hmm. had a ton of clients, but they were all like little jobs. And I was of the mindset that because I was a self-taught designer, I wasn't worthy of charging higher rates. So I was always charging like $50 an hour or like pretty minimal for design rates, um, $500 websites. And then I went up to like $800 websites. And then I finally did start charging more and I got into the $5,000, $10,000 websites, but those projects dragged on for like yeah. a forever. They were jobs that should have taken 12 weeks and they were taking 12 months. And so mm. I just got to a point where I kept having to take more and more clients on just to pay the bills and resulted in burnout. And so yeah. I was like, I've got to figure out a way to constrain these projects into more structured, more structured process. And so yeah, one day an old client came back to me and she's like, I need, she sent me an email that was like, I need this and I need this and I need this and how much will it cost for you to do this and this and this and just let me know and then I'll decide what I want to do. And I was like, I don't have time to sit here and itemize this whole list of things that she wants. Um, it's going to take me hours just to itemize it and then go back and forth with emailing her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why don't you just pay me for the day and I'll do all of it. And I charged her a flat rate for the day. And it was like the best thing I had ever done because I saved myself hours in the proposal process. I didn't feel like I was nickel and diming her for every little thing she wanted. Mm -hmm. She was happy because she got everything done. We got it done in a day. And then I, um, you know, was done. And then I could just move on to the next client. And so from that point, that was in 2018. And from that point on, I was like, I'm going in on day rates and this is all. And at the time I wasn't even calling them day rates. I didn't start calling them day rates until last year when I, a lot more people were calling them day rates, but I called them uh, design intensives. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so really intensives, day rates, VIP days, it's all the same thing. Essentially, everybody just calls us something different, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. So that was back in 2018. And um, I went by the end of that year, I was all in on one day intensives with my design clients and ditched all my retainer clients and have never looked back. That's amazing. I obviously being in the, a similar space of website design, I really did a lot more of like brand development, but I would take on website projects 
also didn't charge enough and they would drag on so long. And I would be like, this is the worst ever. Like I was over it. They were just wanting it to be done, but couldn't get enough of the information. I'm not writing all your copy. Like all of the things end up doing way more work than I even originally quoted them for just because I want to get the project out the door and um yeah would drag on so long so totally relate to that and I know that like a lot of my listeners here are it's in the design space or in the service space like that um on a project basis where it does that and it's like a time suck and it's exhausting and and there's just so much time wasted and the other thing that stuck out to me was around the not having the traditional degree in design or not having formal training in design and that equating to what you feel like you can charge and your worth around that. And I know that so many, if you don't mind talking a little bit into that, because I think that from my experience, you know, I have a degree in design, but, um, I also like have had my own like money things come up over the years and around value and worth and charging, et cetera. And I think this probably would leak into day rates and would leak into like what you're charging, you know, even just for like a VIP day or an intensive, like you said. Um, But so many people can relate to that because I think there's so many designers and so many uh, service, you know, project-based service providers that aren't formally trained because we have all these resources online that they've just self-taught or learned through blogging how to do this. And it was so interesting that you said about you were blogging and you were making it look cool. And these companies that were then sponsoring you or doing paid, you know, advertising with you, um, didn't have departments that were designing. They didn't have paid advertising departments at the time or design departments. And it's so interesting because I know even now when I look at like uh, companies that are hiring is specifically in the design space, they're not really looking for a degree. They're looking for a portfolio and that's it because so many are self-taught. And I do think that there's an interesting thing there that is hopefully evolving around feeling worthy of charging the proper amount of money um, for the work that you're doing and for the time that you're putting in, whether you have a little paper that says you were taught by an institution or not. Right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, how many of us really knew what we wanted to do when we were 18 years old? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to college I went to college and got a degree in marketing because I wanted to open a coffee shop and I thought I needed a business degree in order to open a coffee shop because that's just where I was. That was 17 year old Sarah making her decision about the rest of her life. And so, yes, that marketing degree has come in really, really handy. And it's truly like, I feel like has guided me through my business Mm -hmm. all these years, but Yeah. I mean, but then just like starting to pick up like, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at making these spreadsheets look nice. I'm really good at like decorating my house, my home, or, um, you know, like little, just look at things in your life that you're good at. And some people are just naturally have this natural talent that they never really even knew existed. If you had asked me if I was artistic when I was younger, I would have said no, because I can't draw for my life. I I can't draw, but 
but yeah, I put me on a computer and then I can make something look really nice. And so, yeah, it was that whole like limiting belief and that imposter syndrome of not feeling good enough. I mean, that first day rate that I charged, it was $500. And my coach at the time was like, you're not charging enough. You need to be charging more. She's like, I want you to be charging $1,000 by the end of the year. Or I want you, you need to be charging $1,000. I was like, okay, maybe I'll get there. And so those days started selling out so quickly. And I was booked four to six weeks out within just a matter of like a month or two of starting to offer them, people just started booking them. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not charging enough. So I would inch my prices up, inch my prices up. And by the end of that year, I was at 1250 for my day rate. And I was like, mind blown. Like I couldn't imagine that someone was paying me over a thousand dollars for one day. And, but now I charge $3,000 for my day. And some of my students are charging 4,000, 5,000, $6,000. So it's just... You just really have to kind of evolve into it and kind of, it, it's a mindset thing that you, you have to work through and it may mm -hmm. take time. You might not want to start at thousands of dollars per day if you don't feel like you're ready for that. But the more you do and you, the more you're, you start to see your clients booking these and it starts to feel more, um, not legit, but it starts to feel better, yeah. but you can charge more. And so it is like a, a little bit of an evolution. Um, but I had to like, listen to people telling me you should be charging more. And then I would go back and look at testimonials from those clients mm -hmm. raving about the work that I did for them. And that also helped me to realize, Oh, I am good at this and I can charge more than $500 or whatever. Yeah. I always talk about that a couple of things you said I want to talk about and I want to dive into around specifically how you transitioned and how, when you first put yourself out there, what that offer looked like um, and how you were able to attract clients. Cause I think people get nervous about if I do this, what if it doesn't work or how do I present this? Um, and so if you can talk into that a little bit, but first I want to mention about um, what you were just saying around the, uh, changing your thought process in order to start charging more. I always talk about that, like rewriting the story. And we, all we want to do is keep ourselves safe, right? We just want to like keep ourselves from heartbreak, keep ourselves from struggling. And so we just keep telling ourselves the story that we know. And the story that, you know, was I didn't go to school for this or I didn't whatever, and I'm not good enough to charge X amount. So I'm going to stay safe on what I know people are going to say yes to because they've already said yes to this. Right. And so I always say the best way to do that is just like what you said, keep reaffirming the actual reality that's happening, which is people are happy. They're happy with what you're the work that you're doing for them. They're giving you testimonials. You are investing in a coach who's supporting you, seeing what you're doing and telling you that you can be charging more. And there is a part where you have to jump, like you have to rewrite that story and take a leap. And it seems like you did that and started inching your way up little by little and then, and, and started getting clients, which segues us into what I was mentioning before. How, when you first started, were you positioning that? Um, how were you marketing it? What kind of like languaging were you using around it? 
Um, yeah, so I never had a problem with getting leads. So that's a one, one distinguishing factor I want to put out there. Like I already had leads coming to me. So I was not out there on social media trying to, I mean, I was, I was on social media looking for leads, but they were coming. So it was mm. like, I was doing the marketing and it was working. And so people mm. were inquiring about my services, but I actually started when I first started doing these intensives, I was doing it with my existing clients. So that first client, I had already designed her brand and her website, and she just wanted a bunch of new stuff on her website. So she had sent me an email and asked me for new stuff. And I emailed back to her and said, let's just try to get it done in a day. Then a week later, another former client had emailed me and said, I'm thinking of starting this new venture. Um, and I just, I used to, and I used to use, well, I used Divi for my web design. Um, and so she said, I got the Divi theme and I started to build out the site and I kind of know what I'm doing, but I would love your designer touch. Mm -hmm. How much would it cost for you to, um, how, to like clean it up and refresh it and make it look really professional? And I was like, this is a perfect day rate project because she mm -hmm. already has the site. She just needs me to make it look better. And so I just said, I think I, I have the whole email written mm -hmm. out because I've shared it a lot of times. It's actually in one of my products for my students to use, but it's it. just like, you know, well, I'm, I'm trying this new way of working and, and, and it's called book me for a day. That's what I called mine mm -hmm. at the time. And I was like, it's called book me for a day. And basically you pay me for the day. And I, I charged her $6.95. I don't know where that number came from. I was like, it's $6.95. And basically, you'll get me for the whole day. And I will spend the day working on the, your website. And I can refresh it and make it look good and professional. And that was it. And she was like, this is a great idea. She knew that she was going to get my dedicated, focused attention for a full day. There wasn't going to be any of that back and forth, waiting, you know, content, waiting for content, waiting for this, waiting for that. Like, it was just going to be done in a day. And so that's where she saw the value of knowing that it was one day and done. And so that's really the angle that you want to be pitching to your clients mm -hmm. because it, it is scary to say, yes, and here's how much I charge for a day, especially when you get into a thousand, two thousand dollars but you have to look at it as it's the value for this client is that it's just one day that they have done, to give right. and then it's done. And so I really use that angle on a lot of those emails. And so it was really just testing it. So I had that client. Then I think a week later, I had another client who um, we had designed her website on Weebly like a year prior, and then she disappeared for a year. And then she came back and she wanted to know how much it would cost to finish it. And at the time I was like, well, I'm not building on Weebly anymore, but I can take what we've done on Weebly and I can re replicate it on Squarespace. Mm -hmm. Would you like that? And here's how much it's going to cost for one day. And it was done. And so I just kept doing that and pitching mm -hmm. into those kind of clients as they would come in until I got comfortable with my process. And then I was able to start pitching it as like a, a thing to new leads. Mm -hmm. So when you were, I love that approach because I think that's really, that's great for um, people who are trying to shift their existing business model into that and already have clients. And every single example that you just shared, anyone in the project space has those kind of clients who come back like a couple months later, who go missing, who just need updates. Um, so a question that I have for you is when you were beginning to do that in the earlier stages, did you have a set amount? I know you said like you just threw out the 695. Would you do like 
would it be like 695 across the board or you were kind of assessing that on a client by client basis based upon what they need and how many hours you thought it was going to take you for the day um yeah so i did that, that first one was 500 and i went with 50 dollars an hour and i actually it ended up being two half two two five hour days so i think she charged me i think i charged her 500 dollars for two half days i don't remember exactly what it was okay. but that, that 695 one it was just like this random number i just threw out there um i think it is like two like that but then this wasn't a public offer yet i hadn't put it on my website people didn't know it was a thing mm -hmm. yet and so on um a couple weeks went by and i was like okay i'm ready to share this with everyone and so i posted on so i created a paypal link for 750 dollars I threw up a quick little thing on my website with a buy now button. I put a post on Facebook and like, I wasn't in any, I mean, I was in groups, but I put it right on my personal profile and I had tons of comments and within hours um, that PayPal was digging came through, somebody bought it without even asking for information or details. She just thought it was such a great idea. She saw my post and she just paid for it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know what she wanted me to do. And so then I had to like quickly throw together like some onboarding and uh, materials for her. And then we talked to, we had a kickoff call the following week. I realized that she wanted a three to four page Squarespace website. And so we discussed it on a kickoff call and then I pulled it all together like two days later. That's awesome. I love it. And I, so when you were, so when you were doing that um, and you were kind of like just getting started and you were sharing it like that, did you, um, at what point were you like, okay, were you getting inquiries coming in of like, this is going to take me a little bit longer. I'm going to need to up this. Like, was that your trigger to like up the pricing on it? That's a question that I have. Another one is around, the actual like well answer that one <laughs> okay. yeah so that's a really good one because a lot of people are like there's no way i could design a website in a day or there's no way i could write a full page of web copy in a day we have a lot mm -hmm. of copywriters that go through my course um copywriters marketers system specialists and a lot of them their projects do take longer than a day so my day is seven hours seven to eight hours give or take um and i kind of came up with my my initial pricing i came up with that number and i added in like the kickoff call and then a little bit of post intensive support so i came up with 10 10 or 10 hours total and then i did like my hourly rate which was 50 dollars an hour and then i added another 50 percent to it and i came up with 750. so that's like the basic cool. calculation but um you do have a lot of people who have who want the client wants a seven or eight page website and it's impossible to get done in a day. So mm -hmm. when I'm on a discovery call, I just tell clients like typically what I can get done in a day is three to four pages. I can either do simple branding and like a two to three page website, or I can do a full brand in a day. And then I can mm -hmm. do like a six to seven page website in two days. So I kind of give them options on the discovery yeah. call and I help guide the client to figure out what the priority is and what they really need. Some people think they need this big website and they really don't. Right. And so a lot of those clients just book two days. So that's cool. all it is. I keep it very, I want it to be super simple. So it's always one day, like this is, it's a one day thing. You can book me for however many days you need, but 
here's a link to book another day. Here's a link to book another day. Awesome. I think that does a couple things. One is it eliminates like decision fatigue on their end of, and it, and it's also confidence for the person who's doing the service. Cause it's just like, yeah, this is what it is. And that's on like rinse and repeat. Um, and the thing that's cool and what is interesting is that these people, the buyers would, the angle that you have of it being done a day is really the biggest key because they are spending more money, right? Like if then if you were to be charging just the $50 an hour or whatever it is, right? Like they are in actuality spending more money to get the job done, but they're getting it done in that quick timeline and in a day, which is the kick, like that's the value in the whole right situation as a whole. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it really comes down to like, I mean, now I charge $3,000 a day. So because I've gotten better, faster, more efficient, I can get way more done in a day mm-hmm. today than I could get done three years ago. Um, so that's the thing you want to like take into consideration if you're brand new to doing this and you're not really sure, then you might not want to charge $3,000 for your day. Start low and work up to it because even thousand dollars a day is a and if you're doing if you're doing six of them a month that's six thousand dollars a month that's still a really good take home for working six days out of an entire month right that's how I kept looking at it if I do two a two a week that's eight a week or eight a month um that's an eight thousand dollars if you're charging a thousand but then what if you're charging fifteen hundred what if you're charging two thousand now you're looking at $16,000. Right. And so now I charge 3000 and I only do, well, right now I hardly do any at all. I only will do repeat clients because I'm so focused on my courses, but which I want to talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of math to just figure out. It's really easy to hit those numbers you want to hit with this model. I love it. So because you just brought it up and we can segue into that. What are you doing now? So now you're just working with repeat clients that might come back to you. You don't have your day rate just open for anyone at the moment. And you're now focused on these new things that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I, back in 2019, I had a lot of designers asking me about my process because I was in a small designer mastermind and I was talking about it and they were like, tell us more. And so I did a quick little Zoom workshop with them and they were amazed at it. And so then I was like, I think I'm onto something. I think more people need to know about this. And so I launched my course, Get Booked by the Day in the summer of 2019 and um, had a handful of designers go through it, got amazing results, like had their best month ever in six years of business and just really it was really encouraging for me to launch it again and then in 2020 right when the pandemic hit I put my course on evergreen and I I created a uh, master class called the life-changing magic of day rates Mm -hmm. and it was um, like it blew me away with how many people were responding to it and loving it and then enrolling in my course and so I I yeah so I just spent all of 2020 kind of balancing client work and being you know running a course program so by the end of last year I knew that my course really needed my full attention so I closed Mm -hmm. down my 
open for business website, like for new clients. Um, I was referring any new leads that came to me. I was just referring them to my students because amazing they needed, they needed clients. So I just sent my leads to them. And, um, so that's what I've been doing all this year is running this course and supporting my students. And then I did just launch a, um, a smaller get started product. So for a lot of people, they're just not sure they're ready to go all in on this. So they didn't want this big, you know, six month coaching course program. Mm -hmm. So I just launched day rate quick start, which is like bite size test it out. And I kind of, I give away, I don't give away, I sell, including that, like the emails that I used mm -hmm. to get those first few clients, like how I created my offer, how I priced it, how I pitched it. And then the onboarding materials that you need to really like test the model out and see if it's it would a good work. fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so the bigger course, what is the larger course called is get booked by the day. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And um, how long, what is that course structured like? Is it like a live, are there live aspects to it? Are you in there coaching? Yeah, it's a six month, well, it's a self-study course. So mm -hmm. it's full self-study. A lot of my students binge the entire course in a weekend because it's bite-sized. <laughs> like all of the lessons are bite-sized, but highly practical and highly actionable. So you mm -hmm. get everything you need. You get all my templates and swipe files and all of that. Um, and then it's six months in my student community and six months of biweekly coaching calls. I'm in the community every day answering questions. It's like my favorite place to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's like the bigger course. And then the smaller one is just self-study, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, love it. Um, do you do any like one-to-one -one coaching with your uh, students? Um, no, right now I'm running a larger, like, um, higher ticket mastermind mm -hmm. for some of my students from last year mm -hmm. who wanted more one-to-one. -one. And so we have that one-to-one -one, it's not one-to-one. -one, it's still a group program, yeah. it's like a group coaching program, but it's much smaller and much more high touch. Um, so I have that going on this year. I have not re-enrolled anyone else into it because it's, I'm feeling kind of like pulled, <laughs> like there's yeah. a lot going on. And so I want to make sure that I'm able to give my all to everybody. And so, yeah, so right now I have that group program, but I don't do one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Cool. Is the only way to join for anyone who's listening, who is interested in learning more about um, your program and learning more about day rates, where can they find that information? Uh, is that all on your website? Is the only way to get into the program through the life-changing magic of so that's not the only way. So if they go to my main website, which is sarahmassey.com, I have my, everything is listed there. They can find everything. Actually, I do have a one-to-one. -one. It's not really one-to-one -one coaching, but it, it is for people who want to implement the VIP day or day rate business model, but don't have time for a course. And they mm -hmm. want me and my team to set it up for them. Oh, that's so cool. that is like a one-to-one -one service option, but everything is on my website. If they um, click on watch the free master masterclass. That's where they can watch that masterclass and they will get a special offer for like a limited time special offer for the main course. If they watch that masterclass or they can just go click on the main course website, um, 
but that's not the special offer. So they'll get the, yeah. they should watch the masterclass to get the special so offer. So wink, wink, that's the place yeah. to go. <laughs> cool. If for anyone who's feeling um, nervous and unsure if this is going to work for them or they're scared to kind of take the leap into it or feel like they're not like going to be able to charge the amount, all the little limiting things that come up in that chatter that keeps us scared and nervous to like up level in our business. What's like one piece of advice you have for those who are just like stuck? Yeah. I mean, I'm all about just take action, just take like one baby step action and test it out. You don't have to commit. You don't have to go all in. You don't have to decide on anything. All you need to do is next time a lead comes through and asks you for something that, you know, you think you could get done in a day, or maybe you don't want to deal with the whole proposal writing and you just want to like get it over with, just suggest it to them. Say, Hey, I'm thinking about trying this new VIP day business model and I'm just testing it out right now. And I would love to know, would you like to be one of my guinea pigs? And Mm -hmm. of course, you can promise that client that if you don't get it done in a day, you're still going to get it done for them. Like, I think that's something that people get nervous about. Let them know, like, this is new. I'm not really sure if I can get it done, but I want to try. Would you like to be a guinea pig and have no fear? If we don't get it done in a day, I'm still going to finish it for you the next day or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's super helpful and encouraging. Um, one last question because you brought this up is what if you don't get something like what if you don't finish it in a day or something does come up and yeah you just like can't get it done or you can't get past something um do you charge them more or do you keep the same rate that you had and roll it over into the next day So it really depends. It depends on the type of service provider that you are. If you provide a very structured deliverable that is not dependent on the client's feedback. So as a designer, I need the client to approve the design, right? Mm -hmm. I need the client to like what we're doing in order for me to keep going. And so but I can't control. So I never promise deliverables in my, in my day rate business. I promise my day and I say, here's what I can typically get done in a day. I can typically do this in a day or this in a day or this and this or whatever. And I give them examples and then I point them to my portfolio and I say, this brand and website was a two day project. This one was a one day project. Mm. This one took a day and a half. And so they can see what's possible in a day and they can agree to it. But I never promise deliverables because what if, you know, I get halfway through the day and then I'm working along and everything's going great. And then the client comes back and changes their mind about something like the time it's going to take me to go back and fix all of this stuff that I've already done. It's just going to add. And that's not my fault that they changed their mind. It's also not my fault if the client, um, you know, wants me to change a whole bunch of copy on their website as I'm building it out? Or what if I need feedback from the client at 11 a.m. in order to keep going and they've decided to go out for a two-hour lunch and they're not responding to my text or my messages? And so I'm just sitting here like I can't move forward because the client isn't available to give me the feedback that I need. So that's all outlined in my client agreement. So they know when they sign, they know they need to be available. They need to give quick feedback. 
they know that I'm not guaranteeing deliverables. And if we run out of time, they're welcome to book another day. Cool. And you teach all of this in your course. So you kind of teach how to prep for all of that, how to be ready for the day, what you're, what you need to have together in order to get started that day and how to move through that. Cool. Yep. Everything. Love it. Love it. Love it. This is wonderful. I know we've probably just scratched the surface on this, but I think there's some great information here for those who do just want to test it out, get started. And, um, I definitely encourage anyone listening here who's interested to go check out her website, um, to watch the training, to check out her get started product and see if that's a great place for you to, um, jump off and see if this could be good for your business. Um, so Sarah, where can everyone find you on social media and so on? Yeah. So sarahmassey.com is the best place for just my main website. Everything is there on Instagram. I'm still at Bracken house branding, which is my branding company. Um, haven't made the switch yet on my YouTube <laughs> there, but um, yeah, so Bracken House Branding on Instagram, sarahmassey.com. And I do have a free Facebook group for anyone who is just interested in learning more, but not ready to commit to anything. And that is Simplify with Day Rates. Cool. We'll put all of this into the show notes as well. So you can connect with her on social, on Facebook, join her group, um, and we'll link up her um, training as well the life-changing, what is it called? The life-changing magic of dairy. I love it. I may title this episode that because that's really good for this. So thank thank you you so much for being here and everyone else. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.